get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. Ben Heisler joins us each and every Thursday to try to help us out with our football picks. It's worked out well for Tanner. Alex has done pretty well so far he, this year. He helped me with my Detroit victory over the weekend. I won't mention anything more. Those two have done really well with Ben Heisler's advice. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Heisler, we appreciate the time as always, my man. How you doing today? I'm well, BK. I'm I, I, really confused because everybody else seems to be doing relatively well. Like, are you... Like, are your picks already locked in by the time I come on? Is this, like, more to help out everybody else? And you're just kind of set? It's already written in stone? I, I guess I'm confused. Well, Heiss, this is what we call the BKO, because you can tell him to take something, and he'll take it, and it will go the opposite way. I mean, the man broke an airline. The man broke a bridge. The man My car. Broke Tanner's car. I mean, what else am I missing here that you've broken? It doesn't matter. You've broken a lot of things. My furnace. Yeah, you broke his furnace. Well, that's probably because <laughs> what we just learned about him and his wife battling over eight degree difference with a thermostat. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, but then you know what though? That is that is a common problem. My, it's the middle of winter. Well, I guess it's technically winter, but you guys get the general drift being in the Midwest at this point. My my wife has the overhead fan on along with a side um, whirling fan, what are they called, an oscillating fan? Sure, yeah. Yes, Uh, and uh, the upstairs temperature is about five degrees cooler than it is downstairs. So I get into bed literally every night shivering. Well, just don't have BK mention it because... It'll break. Two fourteen and two is my uh, my record oh, against no. the since week eight. <laughs> two fourteen and two. Tell so, my record. That's good. Uh, Tanner's uh, twenty two and seventeen Do this me. year. Alex is eighteen, nineteen, and two. So you guys are doing all right. Look at us you go. Know you're doing better. Just know that uh, you're you're almost you're just slightly better than the uh, actually not even slightly worse than the Kansas City Chiefs against the spread. BK. So uh, and you're in good company to be with right now. I'm I'm basically Tom Brady against the spread this year, uh, which in previous years <laughs> yeah. would have been a good thing. Hey, Ice, there's a, a really intriguing matchup tonight. I don't know if it's going to be a good game, but an intriguing one nonetheless. 49ers traveling up to Seattle. It looks like Brock Purdy is going to be able to start for San Francisco. I know every week the advice is just, hey, take the under. It's 43 as the point total. It's a Thursday night football game. Take the under. What are you? What else are you expecting in this game between the 49ers and Seattle? I think in the most anticipated. I think you're going to see a gross overreaction from the public when it comes to what San Francisco was able to do last week against, let's face it, a, a bad Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Um, just because Brock Purdy was in, uh, all of a sudden, I, I think kind of changes my perception of this team long-term, and, and rightfully so. There is a reason that his nickname is Mr. Irrelevant. There's a reason he's the last pick in the seventh round. It's a very cool story, but Overall, Seattle has been a very solid team this year. And yeah, they certainly have some, some issues on the defensive side of the ball. Their bottom three in the NFL is stopping the run. That's obviously plays to the 49ers strengths. Uh, but Seattle also has plenty of weapons offensively and they're getting Kenneth Walker, the third back who uh, I believe is still your best bet to win NFL rookie of the year, even ahead of guys like, like Garrett Wilson, uh, even in a tough matchup tonight, because the Seahawks have gone five and two in games that he has started this year. He's also one of the backs in the NFL with nine touchdowns, uh, has six uh, plus 20-yard carries over the course of this year. He he changes their offense when he's on the field. They become far less predictable. 
uh, and it opens up play action for Geno Smith where he's really thrived this year. So I, I like Seattle at plus three and a half, probably staying away from the total here. Um, and I know that it's still available over at FanDuel plus three and a half as well, slightly juiced to the Seahawks side. Um, I, I think that's going to end up getting closer to three by the time this game kicks off. All right, Heist, let's go over to Saturday night's game. Uh, Dolphins at the Bills. And, of course, the weather is the topic for so many people. Tua doesn't perform well when it's cold out. Of course, Josh Allen and his team have had their struggles this season. I don't know if the spread at seven makes people interested, but I would imagine everybody's hammering the under 44, right? Um, you know what? I, I have a little bit of egg on my face because I was told by a very good source that this is going to be a game that is going to move on the under uh, when it was at 43 and a half almost universally. Um, it's still at 43 and a half at FanDuel and a few other sports books, but uh, it's actually gone to 44 at a handful of other mm. places as well. I, I wonder if that's because um, Tyreek Hill is likely going to be playing in this game, so that might have had some pause for. Uh, anybody that was considering Miami before, I also think snow and actually it's not a, a think thing. It's a, it's actual data. Snow and rain do not typically impact the point spread. It's wind. Mm-hmm. And, and right now the wind results out in Buffalo are probably around nine to 12 degrees uh, for the forecast for this temperature. Um, so yes, it's going to be snowing. There is a 100% chance of precipitation and you're still going to see some freak out from some public betters ready to hammer the, the under. I still think it's going to move, but maybe it's not going to move as much as we initially anticipated. I, I personally love this side for Buffalo. I don't like them at their current number of, uh, of seven or seven and a half as much, but I, I think this is one of those games that is perfect for a teaser where you can take Buffalo at minus seven, move them down to just basically have to win the game and go ahead and pair them with another team to, to win and, and get yourself an extra six points this week. That's great if I could do that in our pick them, but I can't. So are you telling me that I should take Buffalo or not? Come on, I, I, yes, I, I like I like Buffalo here. I still have okay. concerns about about the way that Josh Allen has looked over the last month or so, but I do think he's getting healthier. And the defense, even with Von Miller missing, it has started to make a, a bigger impact. Liked how they played a lot against the Jets last week. I, I think they're going to be in good shape against Miami. All right, Heist, now watch the BKO work when he <laughs> yeah, takes it. You just see what happens now. I'll let you know if I bet that side, and then you can do the opposite on Sunday. <laughs> uh, Heist, if you had told me in week one, that we would be in week 15, and I would be asking you with a serious face, hey, what are you expecting in the Lions versus the Jets game? Because that's <laughs> one of the biggest games of the week. I would have called you an, a, a massive liar, but here we are. What are you expecting in that game? I expect it to be a non-competitive game for the Detroit Lions, and here's why. Jared Goff has not been a good outdoor weather quarterback. He's not been good in the cold throughout the course of his career. And while the Lions have been playing terrific football as of late, uh, they've done it against competition that I, I, I think you can probably question a little bit. Uh, the short turnaround at home against Thanksgiving, that was against Buffalo. It was a good team, but again, short turnaround for both. Uh, Minnesota, that's been a team that's been incredibly lucky all throughout the entirety of the, of the season. Um, they go to the Jets now. That is a top five defense in almost every advanced metric. Um, Mike White is likely to play, and I, I just don't see this going well. You've already seen the total in this game move from 48 down to, to 44 and a half. That's another indication that I like the Jets here. Um, this is going to be a very difficult matchup for Jared Goff. And, and yeah, he's won a few games on the road uh, over the course of this season when before he hadn't won anything on the road. But I, the, the way in which the line has been moving, particularly on the total and also more so towards the Jets, 
given that Mike White is likely to play, just don't feel like this has up very well for Detroit. I, I think the Jets win. I think they win comfortably. All right, Jets plus one. Well, there goes the Lions winning that one. So congrats on that one, Heiss. Um, Jaguars at home against the Cowboys, Heiss. Is this one of the upsets of the week? <sighs> I think it's going to be close. I, I have Jacksonville covering in this game at four and a half because they're a team that if you kind of look at them over the last four or five weeks, Trevor Lawrence is playing at an elite level, like 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, The offense has really started to move. And both games where you have Dallas and Philadelphia on the road, they play each other in Dallas next week. This feels like a a very easy spot to look ahead. The the matchups that they have this week, Philadelphia, another spot uh, in Chicago. Remember the bears when they had their mini buy um, went out and took care of new England on Monday night football, blew them out in their own stadium. Best game the bears have played all year. So that's another game that I expect Chicago to actually make a, a little bit more competitive than, than most people anticipate. But, but Dallas has some issues. Like, they did not move the ball particularly well until the very end of that game uh, last week against a terrible Houston Texans team uh, that kind of came into this game asleep. And if they do the same thing against Jacksonville, especially in Jacksonville, where Trevor Lawrence has had significantly better numbers over his career, I, I think it's a spot where they could walk into it a little bit. I don't know if they'll lose. Uh, I could see another pull-off type of game from Dallas a little bit late, but Jacksonville is going to make this, I think, fairly competitive. They were very impressive last week. All right, Heiss. Please explain this Bengals and Bucks spread to me. The Bengals are going to da- down to Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers stink. I think Tom Brady is like 1-13 this year against the spread. Don't check those numbers. I think that's pretty close <laughs> to it. And the Bengals are only a three-and-a-half point favorite. I get it. We don't know what the status is for T. Higgins. It seems like they're likely to be without Tyler Boyd, but Joe Burrow's awesome. The passing game still has Jamar Chase, and the Buccaneers don't know how to score points, which seems kind of important. Why aren't the Bengals favored by more here? I I still think there's an aspect of, of Tom Brady at home, and there's something that can be said about them trying to possibly close the gap maybe backdoor cover here, right? Let's say, I know that it should feel like it should be more like four or four and a half, but remember, it's still Tom Brady at home coming off of a loss over the course of his career where he has put up monster numbers. It, more often than not, even in a down year for Tom Brady, he does not have back-to-back weeks where he gets embarrassed. So I, I kind of get the notion that Tampa Bay's defense, who have been playing better as of late with the exception of that 49ers game, that it just... The 49ers did everything to them from the very beginning that, that put them out of place, and, and then it just became non-competitive. I, I think the Buccaneers' defense will do a better job against Joe Burrow. And remember, he still can get off to these slow starts before turning it on in the second half. In Tampa Bay especially, if they do get out to a lead, they have a good defense to be able to contain the run and, and also pressure Burrow inside. So they haven't seen that type of pressure in a long time. I, I'm not picking a side here if I had to pick one based on the fact that you're getting the hook with, with Tom Brady at home. Ugh, they've been so bad. They don't have a don't win do against it. the spread don't at home. Don't do that. I, I, think that, I think the odds makers are trying to, to indicate that, that there's life here uh, for Tampa Bay, even though it feels like they should be absolutely be dead by now. So I'll, I will lean on the three and a half for Tampa. Not only are they dead, they're six feet under. It's over for them. This is not going to end Great. well. This, now Tampa's winning the Super Bowl. This feels like when they lost to Pittsburgh <laughs> and the next week, everybody was like, oh, it's Carolina. They're going to beat Carolina. Guess what happened? They lost 21 to three. They lost 21 to three on the road at Carolina. They're getting whooped. Absolutely whooped this weekend. Heist, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you so much for helping us with some, some of our picks. I've got four picks down here uh, from you, three of which I agree with. And, uh, hopefully it goes well tomorrow. Not good for you, Heist. Text them (laughs) after the, the hit so that you can make sure that you switch those. 
There you go. Always good to talk to you, boys. Be good. You're the best, man. Appreciate you. That's Ben Heisler joining us here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate his time here on the show. The Buccaneers Bengals, get out of here. You kidding me with this? Hey, man, I'm, I have Godwin on my fantasy team, and I'm keeping him on my bench because I don't trust the uh, Buccaneers in this They're game. They're terrible. terrible. Absolutely te- Over the last, what is this now, eight weeks, lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, lost to the Carolina Panthers, lost to the Baltimore Ravens, barely beat the broken-down L.A. Rams. The one, the one result that doesn't make sense to me. You have to describe them that way, man. They beat the Seattle Seahawks, and I guess maybe that's where you get your hope from. Lost to Cleveland in overtime. Should have got beat by New Orleans. We're down by 14 point or 13 points with three minutes to go and somehow found a way to come back Tom and win Brady by one. Tom doesn't lose to New Orleans. And then got embarrassed last week against the San Francisco 49ers. They should be 2-6 and six in their last eight. And their offense has done nothing against any of those teams. Give me the Bengals. Okay, right, now I'm taking bucks. <laughs> Coming up in 15 minutes. Do the Cardinals have this piece that each of the last seven World Series contenders had? We'll talk about that coming up at 1.30. Believe it or not, is next.